I'll be so sorry to see it go. It's been the best wrestling around for the last, what, month or so? It's the ROH Pure Tournament Final this week. Another question, how are they going to fill this show when they've only got one match? suppose the match could be an hour, and with the Pure title, that could work. It isn't, though. This doesn't go an hour, this match, even though it is scheduled for an hour. Because what you've got up first... Well, actually, before we get to in-ring stuff, what you've really got up first are the little chats to camera. And you know, in other organisations, federations, wrestling, um, wrestling formats, I would think, yeah, okay, that's fine, that's all right. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're not. On this tournament trail, in this programming, they have been consistently good. And that continues this week. First of all, we had Hot Sauce. Tracy Williams talking about how he's come up short in the past. And he said his past has been marred by failure in the wrestling ring, but not anymore. He mentions a phone call that he put through to Gresham and when Gresham talks about the upcoming match he mentions that call and says yes he did call me I need to address this as the elephant in the room yes he did talk about the foundation but what he's more interested in tonight is wrestling and he calls on Williams to work with him finishing with let's restore honour Really nicely done. And so to the in-ring stuff, we've got a six-man, because you know EC3, who might, after what I've been saying for so many weeks, be out of impact. He may well be. There's a podcast that is not as superior as this in the wrestling world that is suggesting that. He certainly doesn't look happy with what they've done to him. And of course... Because he's in ROH or has been in for this week, people have jumped to conclusions. I'm not sure he's finished with Impact, but they haven't really done what they should do with him. Anyway, here he is with the Briscoes fighting Shane Taylor Enterprises. So it's Shane Taylor, it's Khan, it's Moses. And this was a great match to get us back into what wrestling is because you've got all these people who can do it and EC3 in a tag team way. So that works very nicely. Early on, we got the EC3 stuff out. So it got out early on. He had his way with Carney. Um, He tagged in and they tagged in and out. Mark Briscoe was in with some nice um, jockeying to get position on the arm as he screams, give me this. That was very nice. But Moses stops his motion, bigger gent of course. Great work from SOS here, actually. This was all really good action. There was a Moses splash on um, EC3 in the corner. Mark Briscoe hit a very nice uh, drop kick, and then Shane Taylor. He really owned the slingshot cutter. That was just poetry in motion for me. And also it was poetry in motion. I don't know what he calls it, because... You know, I haven't watched ROH for a while before this tournament. Maybe somebody can help me on Twitter, but he hits the pin with what looks like a -a tilt-a-whirl, sit-out pile driver 
it's a beautiful move and I want to see more of it. And I will do when I join Honor Club because I intend to do so. Okay, to the match, which has got a lot riding on it because you've had so many good matches in this tournament and it should be something extra special. But they didn't try to do that. What they did was just told a wrestling story. Because you've got hot sauce, you've got his shoulder issue and he's wearing a shoulder brace, you've got Gresham's knee issue, these two things were hanging over and they didn't necessarily push for that story, they just implied it. This is beautiful wrestling storytelling and because they concentrated on that and what they can do in the ring you got lovely jockeying for position they both went through the ropes to the floor and unlike what would usually happen they didn't grab chairs push each other into the guardrail they wrestled on the outside that that's just it sounds so simple doesn't it but how many wrestlers actually do that And that's in keeping with this tournament. There was a very nice um, Williams twisting Hawalocki. He fell back on that to get the extra torque. But Gresham gets hold of a leg, hits a double lock and then pushes that down with his shoulder just to give it more pressure. Eventually Gresham went to the arm, but he didn't target it at first. He hit a deep arm drag. And it was really good and refreshing and interesting because he didn't, as I say, go straight for it. So that told a nice story too. There's another attack on um, on Williams and he uses the ropes really just to stabilise himself. That's his first break and they're making a big thing about this. He's used all three rope breaks in all of his matches. Gresham has only used, I think, two rope breaks throughout the whole of the tournament. So that's the first rope break. But then Gresham has to uh, has to go for a rope break off a cravat, which Williams will not break until the rope break. Gresham suddenly hits a spear out of nowhere, but hurts his shoulder doing it, and this adds to the storyline. This adds to the storytelling. Now he's got a bad shoulder too, so he tries another one, but he's caught. And Williams tries to get the suplex, but Gresham hits it. Williams goes straight back to a chop. Gresham then hits a German suplex. Two of them, in fact, but then walks straight into a Williams clothesline for a long two. Williams catches Gresham coming in just shortly afterwards. A swinging DDT attempt is blocked, so he hits a brain buster instead. That's great wrestling. Can't do that. I'm just going to transition to that then. He then hits the crossface and he really goes for it. This is the final and he's putting everything into it. Gresham has to go for the ropes. Second rope break. Williams then starts to play the shoulder. Gresham muscles him up into a low German suplex for a long two. It's a forearm off the ropes, then another, then one to the back of the head, only gets a two count again. Williams tries for a pile driver, but he can't manage it because of the shoulder. 
tries it again, gets it the second time, favouring one arm rather than the other. Really good work from Williams there. Hits it. Third Gresham rope break. But we kind of expected what the outcome would be, and that is the outcome. Williams is suddenly caught in the Gresham octopus, and he taps. But he had the majority of the offence there. And he looked like he could hang with Gresham. I don't think I ever thought, I think they're going to hand this to Williams. Gresham is the guy. And in the end, Lethal came in so they could uh, pose together. A bit like Randy Savage and Hulk Hogan. Nah, not really. But Williams was put over here hugely. And they haven't strapped a rocket to him yet, but he's being fitted for a spacesuit. It's a five out of five. You hear me? You hear, you hear me say that so many times with ROH in recent times, and next week they come back to the in inverted commas ordinary wrestling show. And this has prepared me for that. I thought I'd be thinking, I don't like that. I don't want that anymore. I want the pure wrestling championship. I want pure wrestling. Well, I'm going to get that. Because these are great wrestlers. And if they get their angles right, this could be a killer year coming up for ROH. Well done. That's a brilliant, brilliant wrestling show. Sounds so simple, but it's so difficult. And I need to get that on a club subscription sorted out. Ta-ta.